0: Hey, hey, welcome to the Feminine Marketing Show. I'm your host, Hannah Hermanson, copywriter, creator of the Feminine Marketing Funnel, and expert vacationer. I'm here to give you the lowdown on everything I've learned about building multiple six-figure businesses in a feel-good, feminine way. So if you've been wondering, isn't there a better way to play this whole business strategy game? you are in the right place. Every week, I'll be here with my best advice, trainings, and mindset shifts so you can grow your business with ease, integrity, and so much joy. You can always pop over to www.dfycopywriting.org to learn more about me, my team, and the work that we do at Done For You Marketing. Now, let's get to the show. I don't know about you, but the idea of a high-pressure launch has always just made me feel icky. It honestly reminds me of NASA. Like, I envision a team of NASA experts who have spent years poring over spreadsheets and math equations and scientific principles in order to launch one single rocket into space in front of the entire world. And it either succeeds or blows up in everyone's face. I mean, it is just like the definition of tension to me, a high pressure launch. So I really have never had any interest in following a launch blueprint, and neither has today's guest, Nicole Crone, who is one of my accountability buddies and friends and also the co-founder of My Aligned Purpose, where she has a full shebang coaching business that helps women start their online businesses and really tap into money, mindset, manifesting, and so much more. So I am tickled that she's joining us on the show today. We often have sit-down chats, and today we're just recording one that you all get to eavesdrop on. And today, specifically, we got to talk about how to grow your business organically using the feminine principles of intuition, connection, and collaboration. Because every step of the way, Nick has followed the feedback, And I'm talking about way more than just the numbers. So buckle up because as Nicole says later today, in a world of bro marketers, I'm just not into it. And if you're ready for something that feels better, feels way less pressure (laughs) than a NASA, maybe potential blow up situation, then you're in the right place. you, my friend, have the Mexico glow. Ah,
1: thank you. i feel like all to,
0: bronze. Yeah. I'm trying
1: to really hold on to it with some good moisturizer.
0: <laughs> did you have some good inspiration as you
1: were on yeah. the beach?
0: Yeah, I really did. And um,
1: I think going to Mexico, it was a combination of going to Mexico and getting in the sun, which feels really good to me doing 75 hard, which I've never moved my body in this way, this often, this frequently in this time of year as well, like January Mm. is, notoriously been really challenging for me since I moved to the island where it's quite gray. So the combination of those two things and being with my sister, my sister gives me some of my best ideas and she gave me the idea to leave teaching back in 2016. Uh, We were way on vacation together and she was like, you could just take a year off teaching. And truly the thought had never occurred to me before. So I knew going away with my sister, being in the sun was going to like just be everything I needed to get a little bit more creativity.
0: Yay. I'm so happy. Yeah, I didn't expect to ask you this, but I'm super curious about 75 hard because Mm -hmm. it kind of like makes my stomach clench and feel hard. Like it feels hard. Yeah, you're doing it and I want to know about it. (laughs)
1: Yeah, I'd absolutely love to share. I first heard about it a year ago and I was a hard no. I was Mm -hmm. like, I don't want to subscribe to any sort of diet culture because it says you have to follow a diet. And I said, no, I'm not into that. And I really never looked at it again for the past year. And then around the end of November, somewhere, someone shared something about how they, it was like mental acrobatics to complete 75 hard. And I, for the first time I heard about it from a mindset perspective versus Mm. like a physical body perspective. Mm. And you know me Hannah strengths finder my top strength is intellect so I love to read and learn and research and development so I went down the rabbit hole mm-hmm. I read every blog I watched every YouTube video to see like what are people doing why are they doing this how does it work And I did about five weeks of research to make sure, like, is this something I want to do? I realized you don't have to follow any specific diet. You just choose a meal plan that's going to work for you. However, you're not meant to have any junk food. So going into it, I knew that it was going to be 75 days two workouts a day. One of those workouts has to be outside and they have to be separate. You can't stack them together and do a 90 minute workout. It has to be two separate 45 minute workouts. Read 10 pages of personal development, which I already do every day anyway. Follow some sort of meal plan that feels good for you. Eliminate alcohol and take a progress picture every day. It doesn't have to be of your body. It can be of your face to see if you're like clearing up or like, be like feeling healthier. And uh, drinking four liters of water a day. So when I started to think about this, I was like, I already feel like I have such a strong mindset. I feel like mentally I can do anything I put my mind to, but working out has never been a friend of mine. I've never, I've just never been somebody who loves to work out, but I thought I want to see what will happen. I really want to just dive all in. Of course, I gathered up a group of people to say, hey, do you want to join a little accountability group I'm going to run? So I've got a group of about 15 people from all over who are in this um, group. Some people I've never met. It was like friends of friends saying like, hey, can my friend join your group? Um... And so it's been amazing. Yesterday was the halfway mark. So today we're on the <laughs> latter half of it all. Wow, um, I went amazing. away to Mexico and I've still, I've worked out twice a day, every day. I've not had alcohol. Wow. It's stuck to the plan. Haven't had wow. junk food, drinking the four liters of water, reading the books. And um, now it just feels like... A, normal. I don't know yeah. if I'd go so far as to say easy, but it definitely feels normal. I don't miss alcohol at all. I love how like clear and refreshed I feel every day. Mm-hmm. Do I miss like, salty ramen soup with crispy chicken in it? Absolutely. <laughs> um, and the two workouts a day are making me feel so good. Yeah. Like I just yeah. can't get over how good I feel.
0: I don't even know if I told you that I did dry January this year. And wow, the mental clarity. Like, that is not a marketing ploy. That is legit. (laughs) If you take a break from drinking, oh my gosh. Yeah. So much opened up for me. Maybe we'll do another conversation about that. Uh, But, Nicole, you like literally launched 75 Hard. Like, you got people (laughs) together. This is just like so naturally you. Uh Oh, I'm going to do this thing, I'm going to get a cohort together. (laughs) <laughs> um and that's really what I wanted to explore with you today in addition to Mexico and mindset and books and all of the great mm-hmm. things um because you are someone who I have just loved watching and being in community with as you and, and your business partner Kayla have um really grown your business My Line Purpose through organic relationship networking mm-hmm. and I want to to hear kind of the lessons learned along the way and before we even dive into that, did you like feminine marketing? Like when did that cross your path? Did you all know when you started your business, like we're gonna have a feminine approach? Or is that something that came more recently? That well, verbiage?
1: Yeah, I think that's a good question. Um, it's not like one that I've actually reflected on, but if I think about who I was at the beginning of this company, which was about almost three years ago. I started to have a really good understanding of what feminine energy meant from being in the yoga world um from that like yin yang perspective feminine masculine night day cold dark all that and so I had this uh, understanding of like the balance of energies and I would say at the beginning of the pandemic um, before My line Purpose was a thing, I really started to dive into universal laws. And so understanding laws of the universe. And uh, one of the very last of the 12 laws is law of gender. And it's not gender like I identify as a woman and my husband identifies as a man. It's like the, the energies. So what is a feminine energy and what is a masculine energy? And so when we um, started My line Purpose, we started it in June of 2020. And then Kayla went off on mass. Leave in September. So we just started this thing that we didn't really know what we were getting into. We were just like, hey, we like to make courses and maybe people will come along for the ride. And Kayla went off on mat leave and I said, well, I want to run something that I feel confident in running on my own. Um, that isn't going to take a lot of systems work. And so I said, I'm going to run a mastermind. And Kayla said, okay, sure. What, where are you going to sell the mastermind on? And I said, I'm going to sell it on uh, the seven energetic centers that are in the body and the universal laws. And if people want to come along for that, it wasn't business. It was just like, do you want to learn about the chakra system and universal laws? And so I started talking to the women who came along that were I think the way if I had to remember how we sold it, it was like, it's going to be a mastermind to understand how to work with your energy um, and how to move the energy through your body. And my my teaching and my understanding of this uh, started in the yoga world, um, continued with plant medicine, and then my own research of like reading and listening to podcasts and working with other shamans and people like that. And so while, yes, we've kind of always had a feminine approach, I don't think we've intentionally started to infuse that language into what we do, um, probably until about a year, a year and a half ago when we were like, okay, you know, we're really getting into business. We're really getting into marketing. And um, this is a world full of, quote unquote, bro marketers, and I'm not into it.
0: Yeah. Yeah. I love that. I didn't really pick that up in my yoga teacher training. I was also like falling in love during my yoga teacher training. So I missed a lot, to be honest. Mm -hmm. But that's such a great reminder that it's part of like the universal, universal laws. Mm -hmm. And I think you and Kayla both naturally have that sort of like community, um, collaboration, like the, the, the ways of showing up to your business and generating ideas that just naturally, yeah, falls into what I consider to be a, a feminine approach. Mm-hmm. And it's so fun to to think back to three years ago, because it helps me realize how many things you really have launched. I yeah. mean, that first, was that the first sort of like energy mastermind? And then the like manifesting millions? Yeah, there's been several launches that you guys have gone through, and probably a whole lot of lessons along the way between what works and you know what didn't we, feel so good.
1: We were just talking about this. Kayla and I did an Instagram live uh, from her car. We went to a yoga class this morning, and then grabbed a coffee. And we were like, "Okay, let's go live." And we were talking about how Abraham Hicks says. That um, everything's always in flow. It's not like the flow, the current of flow stops. It's your resistance is what slows down the flow. And without resistance, we become master manifestors. And I was saying, you know, I started, my aligned purpose came to me when I did The Artist Way. I started The Artist Way January 12th of 2020 before the pandemic. I did the 84 days of journaling. And within that, it was like, I want to start a podcast. And I was walking every day being like, okay, universe, tell me, like, what is the name of this podcast? I did, I never knew I was going to start a, buz- a business. Um, and so the name came to me, My Aligned Purpose. That will be the name of the podcast. I didn't even know what I was going to talk about. I was like, I just need an outlet to talk. And so I created My Aligned Purpose March 2020. And then in May, April of 2020, I said to Kayla, because she was, we were coaching one another. We had no intention of being business partners whatsoever. I said, you know what? I really want to um, launch. I didn't, I definitely didn't use the word launch because that was not in my verbiage then. I said, I want to talk to people about manifesting. I wonder if anybody wants to learn. And I didn't realize that I've actually been talking about manifesting I don't know, for like a decade. And I kind of just thought it was really woo. And that, well, I kind of thought that everybody thought I was woo and that they weren't Mm -hmm. paying attention. And so I went and made an Instagram post and I was so scared that nobody would comment. So I said, I'm going to host a free learn how to manifest workshop with me. And if you want to join, send me a DM because I didn't want to say comment in case nobody commented. Well, 140 people were like, I want in on this. I was like, what is happening? Um, So I did this free month and because I had no resistance, there was no paywall on it. You know, everybody has gets tripped up over like the cost of what they're offering. I didn't think I was leading anybody to the next thing. I was Mm -hmm. just truly showing up with no resistance. And the energy was so high in that group that towards the end of it, Kayla and I were like, we should create a course because we're hearing everybody wants to manifest things that either cost money or manifest money. You know, Kayla's money queen. So it was so organic that like, I was just like, here, I'm giving you everything I know about manifesting. And if you want to come do this course with us, You can. We didn't, we had never launched anything before. And so we got Podia, which is a terrible platform, but it helped us out at the very beginning. (laughs) We got Podia and 50 people signed up to that first program. And we were like, all right, this is it. We just keep launching from a space that feels good. I'm not going to create something that I think other people want. I'm always going to create what comes to me.
0: Mm, mm, mm I'm so glad we got that story Be- before I tell you what I think about when I hear, hear the L word launch. Uh, because yeah. that is, I think, what we want to leverage as business owners, that kind of like movement of your community. But I first learned I knew what launch was before I had any like in- I wasn't interested in doing it really ever because I saw so many of these quote unquote bro marketers doing the launch life and, you know, launch to all these sorts of things. And I just remember watching these peers at the time and being like, when I think of a launch, I think of NASA rocket scientists who have completely different brains than me, Mm -hmm. who spend years if not decades figuring out math and science Mm -hmm. and then they put the entire world in their audience and they have one day one shot that hopefully has good weather and then they either succeed or literally it blows up in front of everyone's eyes i'm like why would i just like have no interest in like following your launch blueprint because i'm not a rocket scientist and i don't want the world to watch me blow up in flames (laughs) So I'm I'm glad that we got that definition before I just like jumped in and told you what what I tend to feel when I think about That's launching hilarious. because it does it, like evokes a lot of pressure and like this has to work and I put everything into it and I love how you all just kind of followed the the guidance, followed the feedback, followed what felt like the right next step because mm-hmm. so many coaches make the mistake, I think, of Trying to figure all of that out in their heads and they like go on sabbatical or they take six months to build this course in their closet without any real feedback about what should go in it and who's going to need it. It's just what they want to put into a course. And then maybe some people bite, but it's not that same kind of like collective yes and that movement into the container that you've created. So in hindsight, I think that is just like beautiful marketing strategy. And I know that you all have learned from that lesson and continued to kind of like replicate and fine tune that in the last couple of years and even today in, yeah. in the business.
1: Yeah. I mean, you know, we're always learning and when you know better, you do better. And I, I I think that that's just it. I think the piece that, you know, because you are, you know, really in a place of positioning, I I see you as somebody who is like an expert, a, a leader in the conversation of feminine marketing. And when I Think about feminine marketing now, from what I know, like, it not I wouldn't have answered this way three years ago. But in reflection, what worked for us from the beginning that has continued to work for us, and more so the more we know, the better we do, uh, is that feminine energy to me means many things. But one of the biggest things it means to me is to be trusting. And to be trusting of your intuition, to be intuitive, to lean into like, what is that whisper? What is that nudge? And I mean, yes, we can infuse all the human design aspect into it as well. Um, But it's really about like, I really want to talk about manifesting. I really want to start a podcast. I really want to, I like to talk. I like to be in front of people. How can I do that? When I trust that my intuition wouldn't steer me wrong and like, hey, just put this thing out there. Like, yeah, I had my fear of like, what if nobody signs up, but it didn't go so far as to stop me from putting it out there, right? So it, I think that for anybody who's listening, what is what is feminine uh, energy or feminine marketing when we talk about the L word, the launch word? It's like, well, it's going to be different for everybody. But really, it's about like, are you tuning in? And this goes for people who identify as men as well. You have access to the same feminine energy. It lives within all of us. Are you listening to your intuition? And I think, you know, I I had a situation in the early, the beginning of fall 2019, where I had signed up to do my yoga, advanced yoga teacher training in um,
0: India, in Re- Rekkesh. I can't say it. Rekkesh? I don't even know. Um, you could make something up and I wouldn't know. Rakakesh is what it is.
1: This is the second time I had paid my non-refundable deposit to this yoga training. I paid for it in 2016. I got scared. I backed out. It was, I, I think fe- I would call it fear back then. Um, and then I signed up again in 2019. And then I went through this like crisis for like a month where I had this little voice inside of me saying like, don't go, don't go on your own to Rick, rec- or whatever for a month on your own. Don't do it. It's not the right time and i couldn't identify if it was fear holding me back or my intuition telling me what to do. and so i think this is a place where people get stuck where they're like, well, how do i know what my intuition is saying? how do i know it's not fear? and i think a really great place to start is trusting your higher self or a higher power whether you call that universe or source or god or creator whatever it is. i had to ask i i speak to universe. i had to ask the universe basically every day for a month of, am I not going to India because it's my fear holding me back or my intuition telling me not to go? I need clarity on that. And then finally, it was like, I felt like I just got the answer was, no, this is an intuitive decision. You're not meant to go. Mm -hmm. And when I said no to India, the week after this woman approached me and said, hey, will you come on board and be my mindfulness facilitator for dare to lead she was Brené Brown trained dare to lead and I got to be a part of 16 dare to lead trainings and go all across western Canada before the pandemic started um and that launched me into my coaching career that would have never happened had I went to India and I definitely wouldn't be here Mm -hmm. and so I think it's like you know what is feminine marketing and what is feminine launching
0: it's listening to that voice that you have inside of you Yes, 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 totally. We talk. I'm having so many conversations on this podcast. So people who are listening are like, "And another one, like in the DJ Khalid voice, like <laughs> yeah. and another time that we listen to our intuition." <laughs> um, yeah, and that that's the essence, and that's what we've all been kind of untaught and under rewarded for because of society. It's just you know, makeup over the last century or so. But you and I both know, thanks to our astrology apps and other wise people in our lives, that we are undergoing this like transformation Absolutely. that we are just going to be operating in a much more communal, feminine, flowy sort of way than the very rigid, structured, numbers-driven society that we've been in. So I see how you and, you know, all of your businesses, <laughs> everything that you're working on is really well positioned because you've been honing that mental muscle of listening inward, looking for the guidance, asking yourself what feels right for you instead of just blindly following, okay, well, this is what I have to do, or this is how to beat the algorithm and and things like that.
1: Yeah, 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 yeah. absolutely. Yeah, so it's it's an interesting place to be in, right? Because it's following your intuition means that you're going to not be listening to, I don't know, maybe society, your parents, loved ones, partners, friends, colleagues, peers. It Sometimes it means um, quieting the people that love you the most and that you love to be able to say, you know what, like, at the end of the day, I have to trust my own intuition first above all else. And that's hard.
0: Mhm mhm and i think what's coming to me right now is like the question that i think most listeners have which is okay so how <laughs> okay so i i've know that most of our listeners have followed some nudges and a lot of their intuition and their heart really to quit their nine to five, to start their coaching business, to get themselves to six figures. And that does take grit and that does take figuring it out. And that does take learning from other people. But now we're at this point and I know our listeners are at this point that it's like, I know what got me here is going to be different than what's going to get me to seven figures. Mm-hmm. And so if we know all of these truths about feminine energy, and we're starting to hear these nudges and see this evidence around us. So I guess what my question is, is if you were to look back six months ago or a year ago, what's the advice that you would give those six figure coaches who want to test a different launch strategy or are ready for more ease in their next era. Mm, Yeah. Okay. Awesome.
1: Well, the first thing that I would suggest to anyone is like, what type of customer are you? Like it like, do you need to see something a few times um, to sort of be bought into something? Are you by nature quite impulsive? Um so I would start to look at like your own purchasing behaviors and patterns and like being really honest with yourself of like, you know, and and in all areas of your life, like if you go to purchase something that's personal development, if you go and you're going to be um, purchasing your groceries, um, your books, like just things that you are a buyer of, I would start to think about, well, how, how are you meeting your needs as a buyer? Because I think it's in retention point, which is an excellent book that I would, that would be one of the second things I would recommend is retention point. I believe it's in there where he talks about as the business owner, be the buyer, don't be the seller. Like be the person that is like basically buying the attention of your ideal clients and customers. And so I think that if we go back to the first point, when you know how you operate, I think selling from that place or launching from that place is going to be easiest. It's going to be most natural to you. So for me, I I say this a lot and I can't recommend it enough to people is that do not create and sell something that you wouldn't be like a full body. Yes. Excited about like, don't create something. Cause you think it's what somebody else wants create it because you can't stop thinking about creating it. Like when you create something that you can't stop thinking about, It's going like the energy, everything is infused with energy. The energy that's going to be in that is going to be magnetic and it's going to attract the right people. So my first one would be look at your patterns and behaviors as a buyer and think about how you can infuse that into launching what it is that you're selling. The second would be uh, in the last year we read retention point which is massive because it's talking about how do you retain the people that already know love and trust you so that you're not in the constant hamster wheel of getting new clients which can be totally exhausting the third thing is when you as a business owner especially services I, I can't speak for a product-based business because I don't sell physical products um but from a service-based business and I assume it would be true for products when you offer something that actually creates a transformation. It actually sells itself for you. So I know that I can transform somebody with mindset. I know that I can change people's lives in an interaction with, with them. The trust is so high that they're going to turn around And talk about that interaction of mindset transformation with me in the same way like you'd go around and talk about your favorite restaurant, your favorite spa, your favorite book. Like, I'm not asking these people to sell what they just experienced with me. I trust that they're so moved that they do. And that's what happens. So actually provide transformation. Transformation before transaction, I think is huge. Lots of people think like, oh, I want to make a hundred thousand dollars. So what's the product I'm gonna make and divide it by how many to get a hundred thousand dollars. It's like, no, 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 no. What is the transformation you are providing? What's the transaction that you believe that is worth? Because you can't put a worth on me as a coach or or you as a marketing expert. Like we can't do that, but we can put a transaction on on what it's worth.
0: Yes. Um, so yes. I think that. So that's that idea right there is the sort of secret key. It's not a secret, but like the the nuance, to our feminine marketing funnel is actually giving people a taste of the experience or mm-hmm. actually giving them some transformation or some result even before they are a client. Because there are more and more coaches every single day we're starting to see quote unquote competitors like Mind Valley who mm-hmm. are just showing you like here is everything and like you can go in and do a 30 day trial and so if we can think as coaches that we want people and we to experience this and we mm-hmm. know that they're able to get these experience other places but i believe that there are enough coaches for every single human on this earth perfect Me too. time space reality so if you have opportunities in your business to be offering free transformations. And I know there's the whole people who pay, pay attention. Yes, yes, yes. But we also need to get them to the pay point. (laughs) And I want you to have a high ticket program and I want your people to be highly invested. But this whole like smoke and mirrors game of like, just book a call with me and then I'll basically convince you to join my program, mm-hmm. I think that's outdated. I think this idea of, you know, challenges or at Done For You, we do open houses. I mean, you all over at My Online Purpose have like weekly free coffee cheers where people can come in and experience your energy. Mm-hmm. And that is the feminine approach that I like that key that I think a lot of coaches can insert into their marketing funnel right now. It's just Absolutely. like I think about this in ballet when I was seven years old. Every single month there was bring a friend day and it was free for them. And all my friends ended up in ballet class with me over the years because we just you run out of, you know, all you bring all of your friends and it's free and you get to experience it and it's fun. And the parents appreciate, you know, <laughs> a yeah. night to, I don't know, read their book in the lobby. Um, but it works because, you know, parents did eventually make the investment on behalf of their kids. But I think that's so critical and something that you are are doing really well is like, have a taste of transformation. Mm-hmm. Don't just trust me because I have awesome reels. Trust me because you've been in my energy. Your best friend has already gotten results, and now you're feeling it for yourself as well.
1: Yeah, that's just it. It's the feeling, and you know. And so I think it, the, to go off that to wrap up that third piece is going off the feeling is like you also also has to have you also have to have a level of confidence. And so um, I think- that's going to go to my fifth point, which is like doing the mindset work. But my fourth point goes off of what you just said, Hannah. And um, the way Kayla and I like to describe this t- to the people that come and work with us in our community, we have a module of it in Align Business School, and we call it deposits and withdrawals, right? And um, the way we think about it is like... You cannot go and withdraw money from your bank account if you haven't deposited any money in there. And so we have a like basically unwritten rule for ourselves in our company that we will deposit, 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 deposit with our clients and future clients and community that I know for certain that when we go to ask for the withdrawal, not everybody's going to convert to being a paying client, but I feel confident in that ask because I've given so much already. And I like to think of it like a tease, right? Like you're not giving everybody everything because people are like, well, how much do you give away? And how much do you charge for? It's like, well... Tease people, give them a little taste of what you would do and say, like, if you like this, imagine what it's like inside of behind our paywall, like in our paid programs, because we're not going to give it all away for free. We're going to give you enough that you can get a taste of it. So for everybody listening, think about like where, how are you giving Like deposits to your community, to your clients, to your customers. What are you giving, giving, giving so that when you go to ask for that transaction, it's like, yeah, you feel comfortable doing that because so many people are afraid to make a sale. Well, I'd be afraid to make a sale too if all I was ever doing was making a sale. But I'm so generous and I know you're generous and I know a lot of women business owners are very generous. So when you're generous, asking for a sale just comes a lot easier. So I think that'd be the fourth thing. And then the last thing, I'm going to be a preacher of it until I go to the grave, is like, <laughs> you've got to do the mindset work. Every, my leg, I believe business is 100% mindset. It's not 80% mindset, 20% strategy. It's 100% mindset. Strategy is the icing on the cake. You have to have strategy. I'm not like all woo-woo look at my vision board and hope that it all comes to fruition. I definitely am about doing the work. But if you don't believe the work you're going to do is going to work, then it's never going to work. And so the mindset work. And what do I mean by mindset work? Well, the list is endless. So choose. It's a buffet. Do you want to get into meditation? Do you want to get into journaling, scripting, visualization, hypnotherapy, breath work? Whatever it is, do something that is the equivalent to people who go and do the body work. They go to the gym and they lift the weights and they do the cardio. Well, you're doing all that for your physical body. What the heck are you doing for your mind? Mind. you've got to do something that strengthens your mind every single day
0: totally totally it is a muscle right Ooh. And it's been magical to lead with mindset first. so as someone who was super in the masculine, hustled, did the all that to get to six figures. And then made a shift to do mindset first methodology to get the the strategy not from someone else but from like downloads. I used to think that was like so ridiculous, but yeah, now like I'm feeling it. That, right? Yeah. Yes. And it's absolutely magical. And so mm-hmm. you know, I think there is a mixture of people in our audience who are. I would, you know, they're they're on one end of the pendulum. I was super far in the masculine, but I know a lot of folks, especially like transformational leaders and life coaches and spiritual leaders, they are so far in the feminine that having these things come together, right? The strategy and the mindset coming together. But thank you for being the preacher of mindset first forever and ever, because <laughs> That's where we start to ask better questions. And that's when we get these not so random ideas to put that sticky note on the fridge that says you're a, you know, multi-million dollar queen. <laughs> and yeah. all and these other worked, things that then the action comes from. I had it flipped for the first four years of my business. Action, then mindset. Mm. And now putting mindset first, the actions come so much easier, faster, more clear, more fun. Yeah, yeah absolutely. And um
1: And then when you have proof of it, you know, like, and I, you know, and I want people to hear this, I wasn't always this way. I grew up playing competitive basketball, which is very surprising, I know, because I'm only five foot two. And then I coached basketball through my early 20s. And it wasn't until I was in my early to mid-20s that my sister said, Wanna go to a yoga class with me? And I was like, uh, no, not paying to stretch, thanks. Like, was not into it. She's like, it's free. I get to bring a friend for free. And I was converted. I walked in. I'd never been into such a quiet space, beautiful smells, warm floor. I was like, what the hell is this? Like <laughs> I've been in a basketball court for almost two decades. Um, and so it was you can you can change if you want a change. You can change at any moment.
0: I love that. I didn't know that about you, actually. The basketball piece. Oh yeah. But I'm doing I'm like cheering from the bleachers about bring a friend. My <laughs> <Great> experience. Yay. <laughs> yes. Yeah. Oh, so good. So good. Okay, well, if people want a taste of mindset coaching and they feel like a friend and they want to be invited to your your class, um how can people tap into the collective?
1: Yeah, that's a great question. I it's so easy. Uh, we invite everybody to just head to our website mylinepurpose.com. Um, And then from there, we actually dropped the collective and it's just our my line purpose community. However, cool. there might still be some verbiage somewhere that says the collective. It is slash collective still. Um, but that's our free community and we go live every Monday morning and it is a total like hype up call for your week. And um and tuning into our podcast because I'm the one that runs our podcast. And so I bring mindset every Monday. The episode's called TGIM. Thank goodness it's Monday. And I believe you can put Monday on a pedestal just like nine to fibers put on a pedestal. And so, if you want a taste of mindset and manifesting, I bring something of that flavor to um, the
0: podcast every week as well. It's so good. I play one of your meditations on the regular still from a June 2020 episode. So, oh, I know. I so much it. good thank stuff you. over there. <laughs> mm, <thank you. laughs> All right, friend. I'll be texting you soon. You know how it goes. Yeah. <laughs> Okay. So after all that talk, you and I both know that action brings clarity. So here's what to do next. Go to www.dfycopywriting.org slash free to get your current marketing appraised by the done for you marketing team. That's us. <laughs> We want to help you lay all the puzzle pieces of your brand and business on the table so you can see exactly where you're totally on point with your messaging and where you need to zhuzh it up to get you even better results and more clients. And if you got a gem out of this episode specifically, please let us know. Screenshot, share to Instagram and tag Hannah Hermanson underscore and make sure all of your biz besties know about this episode. Lastly, if you're getting consistent value from our show, please take two minutes to leave us a review and let us know what you're loving and what you love to see more of. We love seeing you and we'll be back here next week with another episode.